Jody Crumpy, director of the Erie City Mission Thrift Stores and Donation Center. When you shop at one of our two thrift stores or drop off items at our donation center, you are providing a meal. You are housing a man in our shelter, helping men and women overcome addiction and giving our inner city youth an opportunity to learn. I want to thank you for making a difference. This is our city, our mission. God bless you. All year round, Frontier Home Products and Design has what you need to make your home comfortable and beautiful. Relax on a new timber tech deck designed by Frontier's experts. A new fireplace from Frontier Home Products Fireplace Gallery adds warmth and serenity to any home. Beauty and versatility at Frontier Home Products and Design Center, 4213 Peachtree, 5th next to the Bayfront Highway. Frontier Home Products and Design Center. Discover a new PA contractor number PA039007. Welcome to TalkEerie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. We're excited to have with us here for his monthly appearance on the Joel Natale program, the mayor of the city of Erie, Joe Schember. Mayor Schember, good to see you, sir. Great to be here. Thanks a lot for having me on. I appreciate it. You got it here. It's been a busy day. We, we ran into each other at Flagship's Community <laughs> Bank. And, yes. uh, you know, um, it, something came up at that event that I thought was quite interesting and and really, uh, really kind of a, a nod and an and, and honor for you because... Since in the last five, six years, we've seen a half a billion dollars of new yes. construction and investment in, in especially in the downtown area, yes. Yes. you know, but certainly in the city of here. That's really remarkable considering the trajectory that we had, let's say, in 2017, yes. you know. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're definitely, we've kind of focused money in one area in three blocks in the downtown. And there's some other people doing very good and interesting things downtown at, at 12th and State, at 11th and State, at 10th and State. There's a lot of great things going on. People are investing. And uh, we, you know, we want to do that. We want to bring people back to Erie, too. That's a major goal of ours. There, there's no doubt about it. Well, if you consider what, you know, Erie's. Erie Insurance has spent, you know, oh. well over a hundred million dollars. Oh, probably You've over two hundred million. Uh, is it, is it that spent, right? Yeah. Wow! I know they spent one hundred fifty million just on that one new just building. Just on the on the Hagen building, yes. okay. And then you have, uh, you know, uh, you know, St. Vincent's. Yes. You know, started uh, a couple new things. You've got UPMC. the new tower at UPMC. Yes. Uh, Gannon, you know, uh-huh. I mean, there's there's a lot going on. Yes. Uh, speaking of Gannon, I was at. Keith Taylor's retirement party earlier this oh, afternoon. Oh, were you? Yeah, it was that one this afternoon. And uh, there w- it was about 45 minutes of presentation. A lot of oh, people talked wow. during it. It was very, very moving. And then he talked at the end and gave a great, great presentation. And uh, we're certainly going to miss him. I know he's not really going away totally. Right. Uh, but he, he has done a great job. And uh, he's, a, he's a pretty unique person. And a, we were very lucky to have him here. Well, he, he really understood gannon's place in the greater erie community and was willing kind of a go-getter risk taker you know yeah Yeah, and he worked hard at things and uh he is a he is kind of a born leader he was the youngest Mm -hmm. i learned today he was the youngest of six kids wow Uh, but he was you know very good at what he did and uh he's got a wonderful wife a wonderful family and they kind of joked a little bit during the ceremony about how uh you know he his wife kind of said he couldn't have done this without me and uh, <laughs> is that right? He said, That's "Well, awesome. you're lucky you didn't marry my one brother." 
And he said, and she said, what do you mean? If, if I had married him, he'd have done this, not you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <Yes>. That's fantastic. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, here it is May. And uh, by the way, if you have a question for the mayor, 814-679-1080. He's live with us here at Talk Erie. Um, it, it is May, so we're kind of transitioning into a lot of the stuff that uh, – you know, we're yeah. out. We're out of the snow plowing and the salting, and now we're into the major road pavement. Yes. What, oh, oh, five million? A little over five million. We just uh, about I think it was five point two million. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, it's, it's we're getting a lot done. I'm really proud of, of the work our public works department is is doing there, and they, you know, we don't have any lump sums set aside anymore for this. You right. know, I, I I'm kind of against borrowing money to do projects. Uh, but I'm I'm really proud of what our uh, public works department has done here, and they've got a lot of good work, and uh, I, I'm really excited about it. Is there a rule of thumb on how often you want to repave a street? I mean, is what what is the expected lifespan of a street? I think it, it may, for most streets, the busy streets would be eight to ten years. Uh, and what about side side streets? streets? Maybe twenty years as long okay. as they're done well. Yes, because we we noticed that we're going to do about like twenty three miles or so. Yes. Of, of lane miles, right? Yes, yes. But there's over 300 lane miles yes. in the city. Yes. So it all depends on who gets what, when, and, yes. you know. Yes. And they're making some good decisions with it, uh, trying to give a little bit more attention to the east side than it's get, gotten in the past because we want to transform that whole neighborhood. And that having good streets is an important part of that. You know, but, we, of course, we've got a lot going on on the west side as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, there, I, I, I'm, our... our uh, Public Works Department really does good work in this area, and I'm very proud and very happy with what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like uh, things move pretty quickly. You know, gar you, you don't hear those stories about garbage being left around and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, and, and our Public Works Department, if garbage builds up in a neighborhood, they don't announce anything about this, but they'll go out and get it cleaned up. Yeah, uh, they, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, how do you, have you heard much about your, your large item pickup, that's usually a big deal in April, but really it's all year long. That's right. All people have to do is, is call if they've got large items to pick mm -hmm. up, and uh, they'll, they'll be done on their garbage night. And if we can't do it that because we have too many already, we'll just put them back, back a week, let them know okay. that. So that seems to be working very well, and it's also been a money saver because it cost mm -hmm. us over $100,000 to do that, one, that couple weeks of cleanup. And now we don't have to do that because it's just part of the normal routine. Stays stays on it. Um, now I I, ha I I I spaced out and I missed your your uh, your well the yeah. well, no the um uh or the the pickup or you know the drop off for the tires and the electronics. Oh, yes. yes. Did you start doing that twice a year now, or is yes. it just once? Yeah, we've been doing it twice a year. I mean, it was always the the pattern, but then during the pandemic, we kind of missed a little bit. But right. we are back to twice a year now. So yes. May and then what, November? I think it may be October. October? September. I think okay. it's a little earlier than November. I okay. Think, if I remember right, but All right. I well, could be wrong. <laughs> I don't think my wife is going to let me keep the TV around. Our TV pooped out, right? Oh, really? So <laughs> I should have got. Wow. I mean, I should have got rid of it on, on the 5th or whenever that was. Well, was but yes. uh, I missed it and so we'll yeah. we'll probably have to take it out the milk can pay a few bucks but. I should have got rid of some old tires I have in my <laughs> oh, basement did, yeah, that aren't for the cars we have anymore <laughs> I kind of intended to do it but then I didn't you know <laughs> I think maybe they might be able to hook you up but you know yeah. you never know yeah right <laughs> I hate to does it make does it yeah I know you don't, wanna, you don't want to take anything, any advantage I don't want right? anything special right, <laughs> right yeah yes. it should have a little bit of privileges anyway <laughs> um <laughs> 
let, let let's uh, on a more serious note. Let's talk about some of the some some of the impact on the fifth floor that you've had. You lost um, you lost a very important person because one of the things that that we you've been able to really hang your hat on is the ability to access grant money that's yes. out there for the feds in the state. Yeah. But your your key person passed away last yeah. week. Abby Skinner. She was incredible. Uh, and we actually put her in that position of being a grant writer. That position never existed before. And in last year, in 2022, in one year, she brought in $30 million That's of grant incredible. funding. Yes. So we, that really helps us get things done without raising taxes or that sort of thing. So, and uh, I believe she had been sick for about three weeks uh, mm. and uh, we weren't sure exactly what was wrong. And uh, we hadn't been able to get a hold of her. She was working from home. Yeah. We hadn't been able to get a hold of her for a couple of days. And so the police went out and found her dead beside her bed in her, in her so house. So tragic. Yes. Very. Wow. Yeah. Uh, did they announce the services or anything or did charity? Uh, or maybe they're not going to have well, any? Well, she came from the uh, a- area to the south uh, east of here, Warren County. Okay. And kind of that area. And I know gotcha. it's, services are going to be done. And we've heard... They're not going to be open to the public. Got it. Okay. But at some point later, they plan to have some kind of uh, event that people can, that we okay, can some go memorial to memorial service yeah. or something like that. Yes, yes. And and uh, you know also a someone that that started with you from from day one basically, yeah. Nikan Carpenter, yes. uh, a starry, uh, yes. uh, you know, has left the um, has left the administration. Yes. She 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 uh, she was a pretty strong advocate for new Americans and yeah. and really rose that to the. To the to your attention, right? Yeah, yeah, she did a very good job of that, and that was a new position we created. And originally, when we first started, she was our secretary for me, and she was also starting this new new function, helping immigrants, refugees, and new Americans Mm -hmm. here. Because we have we swear in about five hundred new Americans a year at the federal courthouse, right? Right, and you know, so we we have a lot a lot of that, and that's something I'm really proud of, and I think it's it's really good. Uh, And Nikan did a great job of starting this but we definitely want to keep it going we want to kind of find probably another new american for this position okay that yeah. can uh, speak the language of the people that are coming and that sort of thing which Nikan are we still do. getting the kind of um the kind of influx of folks coming here uh you know you're you, you when you read in the national stories you hear about all these big cities yeah. you know with with uh with uh you know asylum seekers but yes. uh you know, we've had this system s- since the early 1900s with the International yes. Institute and so on. Yeah, you know? we're, we're a good. And, you know, I, I think, you know, we are a little bit unique in our, our, our ability. And I think even compared to other American cities, we're unique with the number of immigrants, refugees and new Americans we, we have here. Again, mm-hmm. when we get to 500 a year, that's sure. uh, it did slow down a little during the pandemic. But we're we're picking back up again and real, real proud of it. And and. You know, my grandparents on my dad's side came here from Sicily yep. on my mom's side from Ireland. And I wouldn't exist if they hadn't all come over. <laughs> right. And I still remember, especially my Italian grandparents, uh, they didn't speak very good English. It was hard to understand. They were good people. You know, we had good good connection. Uh, but it was hard to understand them when mm-hmm. they talked. We would go over every what Sunday. What kind of job do you think your grandfather was able to do back in the day? You know, I think he basically collected garbage. I think. Uh, really? Yeah. Based on my understanding. Like a trash a, man that yeah. would go through. Yes. Yeah. And he didn't work for the city. I think yeah. he was an independent. Just an independent. Yeah. yeah. And, and he did that. And every one of his children, there were, there were four of them, including my dad, he had a home bought for every one of his children oh, before, when goodness. they got married. And uh, that was that was pretty incredible. In fact, that home 
for my family was at 927 West 22nd Street. And my parents held on to that and I inherited it when they passed away. And uh, Rhonda and I lived there for, for the first about 30 years of our marriage. Oh my gosh. And it, it was on West 22nd and uh, it, it, was, it was decent, but not yeah. the best house available. Yeah. And I promised Rhonda, my wife, We'll stay here five years, and then we'll find another house. Well, 30 years later, we finally did. It was, it was time to go, go to Frontier. That's probably why she, she never believes me anymore when I tell her something. You know, That's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, my yes. gosh. Yeah, it sounds like uh, something right out of my big, fat Greek wedding, you know, where, where they get the house at the wedding, you know, and yep. hands the deed over or something. Nice. That's yes. fabulous. Yes. Wow. Gosh. Well, the, uh, so, so you want to replace Nikon with Absolutely. another new American. Yes. And, and so what? So uh, so what's your what's your strategy with uh, the, the particular outreaches? You have you basically have an African American outreach through Michael Outlaw, Correct. right? And then you have a New American outreach. Yes. I mean, uh, and then of course you you brought in a you brought in kind of a heavy hitter in the communications department. You yes. know, the former managing editor of the newspaper yes. is your your com guy. Yeah, you he's know, doing very good work, Chris Millette. Yes. Um, yes. And so this is this is. Uh, I mean, it, when you when you approach it, what what are your what are your goals there? You know, as far as communication. Okay. Well, what Chris is really helping us doing is is being much more uh, consistent and comprehensive in our communication, mm -hmm. because we were doing a lot of communication. You know, my whole time as mayor, we've always had the the Thursday news press conference at ten, and but he's really organizing it much more. He does very good press releases to the media. I don't know if you get those. But, I uh, do, yeah, okay, I get them okay, right good. to my mailbox. Good, yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah. So uh, he, you know, he is really getting us organized and, and moving things forward, make, making them much better. But even as you grow, it, like, you know, as far as the outreach to the new Americans, outreach to African-Americans, you know, mm -hmm. the, the citizens' response. Yes. I mean, there's a theme there that you're trying to accomplish here. Absolutely, and we, ha we, before the pandemic started, we had a great relationship. We had regular meetings with these groups. And then the pandemic, we kind of drifted apart because mm -hmm. we weren't meeting. and it was hard. So we're trying now to get those meetings going again and, and have the conversations and be open to input, which I'm always open to input from anybody. Mayor, I want to I ask about uh, uh, some recent um, stuff that you did this week as far as reaching out to the east side. Um, yes. This Buffalo Road neighborhood plan. You were there. What was that? Last night or the night before? Yeah, it uh, was last. It was last night. Yes. And yeah. uh, talk about this plan uh, and what what you're trying to accomplish. It looks like there's there's quite a bit of a punch list there. You know. Absolutely. I'm, I'm very pleased with what Gary Horton is doing. He's kind of leading the effort. But Erin Carey from our staff okay. uh, has has a very important role in this. She's done a lot of studies over the last couple of years now here. what department is she in she is in the planning department okay yes and in fact we've kind of asked her to at least temporarily run that uh R renee and i would like to be honest would like her to really to, run to it, take it yeah she's not sure she's ready for that yet right so, the, the so last guy didn't last very long forest right no, right right he was maybe five or six months yeah and, um, yeah and then he left uh but so we're hoping this works, but at least it's going to help get us through, even if she doesn't want to okay. continue in that role. She, she really does great work. She did most of the presentation uh, you know, last night, and it was very, very, very good. You're, you, I see that, you know, proactive code enforcement, blight and mitigation, dem demolition of distressed properties, investment in commercial property facades, beautification of Fairmont Parkway, and Roger Young Park improvements. Um, 
You know, like that Roger Young Park, that has a huge price tag, doesn't it? It does. It does. I mean, is that still on the table or or are we looking to, you know, make yeah. another go at that, I guess? Well, yeah. We we hadn't committed to anything yet from the that city's perspective. That was Mr. Keys. That's Correct. Mr. Keys. Yes, yes. Deal, right? And we have about four million dollars to spend on all the inner city parks, which there's a number of them. Yeah, there's a lot. And we're not willing to. We, we've never been willing to spend that much at one park. We are okay. going to spend a significant amount there, uh, maybe up to a million dollars. Uh, but we're still kind of getting input from the residents and talking about what you know what's the best thing for us to do and mm -hmm. you know here and but we also want to make significant improvements at at least three other parks too in, in the in the inner city are you aware of somebody wanting burton across the street of maybe making that into a youth center or something like that well gary horton is actually is uh, gary working on yeah, that in fact okay. he, he has an agreement with the the school district i don't think this is private or anything yeah. i think it's public uh he's agreed to pay one hundred and ten thousand and giving them a ten thousand dollar de deposit on that and I think he has to make a final decision by, it might be by the end of this month or the end of June, something like that. Yeah, there may so. be some working with like the sports park and stuff like yes, that. Yes, that's to, right. Yes, to, right. To work that he's, through. He's definitely been talking to them about coming down and doing a program there. So it'd be programs in this old school, but it, and it's for young kids. Uh, okay. Up, up to for grade school and and maybe middle and middle school I think there'd be programs for them specifically in this and there are uh, some other places that want to come in there also that would be paying rent as well. Uh, while we're while we're at at it with with youth groups and things, uh, what are you hearing about Bishop Rock's youth center, the the basketball court, and so on? Is that coming along? It is. It is coming along. We're making progress. It's 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 been a little slow because the information isn't as complete as as we, as we'd like it to be. But we're kind of going to move the source of the funding now, and uh, it won't be as we won't need as detailed information to move forward. We're very comfortable and confident in him he's done great work there mm -hmm. over the years and everything he's planned to do he's done successfully right. so i'm very supportive of him and this uh, is arp money that you're tranching out for originally this? it was okay and, and but that's very detailed and specific yeah. you have to be so we're going to try to move that ov over to chris groner's funding that he's got and uh we're actually this is a a little bit of advance notice, but in the next city council meeting, we're going to have a proposal for the balance. He's gotten maybe fifty or sixty thousand of the ARP funding already, okay. uh, but the rest of the money will come from Chris Groner's funds okay. available. So, and and, and I think the, city, pro the project's like seven hundred fifty thousand, right? Or uh, it's actually gone up more than has that. Has it gone up? That's to that? caused some of the problems because mm -hmm. it's it just keeps coming up. Yeah, it's huh? really risen as a yeah. lot of things have. Everything's recently, so expensive. Yeah, All right, I just wanted to get a, a handle on that. Sure. We, we, you know, um, again, blight has been one of those things that you've been tackling. Yes. And uh, um, before Mr. Forrest left, he said, you know, number one thing is going to be enforcement so that we can yes. el eliminate blight. Um, do we have enough money to really stay on the blight thing, to, to, to remove the houses that just – are not able to be re rehabilitated. Yeah, you know? and that's one of the things you know we'll, we'll be doing on the the lower east side, uh, and we're, we're definitely committed to that. And we mm -hmm. and we have funding we can use for that definitely. Yeah. Now, um, and then of course the idea is to the the houses that can be saved or helped for them to be able to get access to money for roofs and for facades yes. and por porches yes. are notorious for going south, right? I mean, yes. And that's one of the things that Erin Carey uh, works on now. She did that last uh, summer, mm -hmm. and I believe there were about 
roughly 30 homes that were, had some significant improvements, the front steps or the front of the house windows. And, and they got a, a relatively small amount of money, maybe like $600. I could be oh, off wow. a little bit. Yeah. And then they had to put in some money themselves too. Right. And also we wouldn't give any money unless at least two or three homes in that area we're doing it. You had to convince your neighbors yes. to improve. Yeah. And the good part about that was it got the neighbors talking to each other, which mm -hmm. unfortunately, and a lot of this is probably due to COVID-19, a lot of neighbors had never talked to yeah. each other. This built relationships, which are very positive, and we have enough funding to do that for another year, which, which mm -hmm. we'll be doing this summer, and you'll be hearing a lot about that in, in the weeks and months ahead. Uh, but we, we, yeah, we're trying now to put something in place where we can keep this going forever. You know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. To yeah. have like an endowment or something. That's correct. Have a source of funding that's going to provide this and help us improve neighborhoods every summer. Right. Do you think, and, and I, this is one of my windmills that I'm riding against, is this <laughs> idea of home ownership and, and making it e more feasible for people to own homes. You, you know this stuff yeah. from your banking experience. I think uh, we're at around 3 or 4% minority uh, home ownership. I mean, yeah. it's, it's ridiculously low. Yeah, I know, like on the east side, below 12th Street, only 30% of the homes are, are owned. 70% are rented. Wow. Above 12th Street, it's the exact, exact opposite. In fact, it's almost 80% are owned and 20%. So, Do you think the, the city has a role in promoting minority home people of color owning their own homes? Yes, absolutely. I, re I really believe that. And that's really part of accomplishing the main thing I want to do as mayor, which is to eliminate racism and prejudice mm -hmm. and have everybody accepted. And, you know, I, I was very lucky. My parents taught me as I was growing up, I could see how they made money, what they did, you know. And Financial literacy. So, yeah, I could do the same thing. Now, if you live in a home where you only have a mother who's working two different jobs and, you, you know, you don't learn things like that. So yeah. we, gotta, we want to teach them so that we stop that cycle. Actually, Mayor, we do have a, a call, so let's okay. grab that. Um, uh, hi, caller. You're live with uh, Joe Schember here. Hey, good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. Good afternoon. Hey, uh, I heard of a, a like a program that I believe you guys had going in the city called No Shave November. Are you familiar with that? <laughs> yes, very, very much so. Okay, uh, but the thing of it is, is uh, this is May. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a beard. <laughs> uh, I see a, uh, no, not you. I'm okay. talking about, I see a lot of police officers, uh, you know, on the street in uniform with beards. Uh -huh. Mustaches, well, mustaches is one thing, but <laughs> with the beards, what's up with that? Well, yeah, no, no Shave November was a thing for the police officers, and they keep kind of extending how long they're allowed to keep the beard, to be honest. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. And I don't think it really... They're extent Go ahead. The police are extending it. I thought that was something to do with you. Well, the police chief is the one that, that uh, started this, and I, you know, he asked me, "Is it okay?" I said, "Yeah, that's fine." And I, I kind of just like hey, the department heads of the city, I let the policemen, you know, run oh, the police okay. chief run run the police department because yeah. I, I don't pretend. Right, well, to I, know just, more. I just feel I just feel that it's it's very unprofessional. I mean, huh. some some people look good in beards. <laughs> other people they look horrible. Like you got a scraggly beard. Like like if I was to grow a beard. <laughs> It'd be scraggly. It'd look horrible. Yeah. So I, I, I just think it's highly unprofessional to, yeah. for the, for them yeah. to do that constant on a constant basis like that. Yeah, I know you. That's can't, just my opinion. Yeah. I just wanted to. I know you can't. I thought it was just November. From what I heard, it was just November. And well, originally thought, that's well, the way it right, started. 
It kept extending, okay. though. Yeah. Originally, it was just November, but it kept extending another month, another month. And uh, well, I'll say it's been extending for a couple years now, I believe. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for the yes. call. Yeah, Appreciate sure. it. Take you. care. Bye-bye. 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 Let's grab another phone call. Hey, Good. you're live with uh, Mayor Joe Schember here on Talk Erie. Actually, I just called in the way in on your beard. Okay. No, Mine or Joel's? <laughs> yeah. I just, I've got nothing but gray, you know. I mean. Me too. <laughs> it's called silver. You're the silver Sil- fox. Oh, I like silver it. fox. There you go. I have to try that on my wife because she doesn't like the gray. <laughs> so I'm finally making my let's fix the potholes call for the mayor beard. And I like the mayor. So I'm uh, curious. I went down to a play a couple weeks ago, Fiddler on the Roof. Uh-huh. And I had my 89-year-old mother-in-law with me and wow. my wife, and I dropped them off. And I forgot to bring cash with me, so I had to park like three blocks away on 9th <laughs> Street. No big deal. It was nice out, okay? So okay. Yeah. Um, I was really pleased when I was coming down State Street at the corner of 10th and State. There were three or four uh, police officers on their bicycles yeah. kind of watching the area. I'm like, this is perfect. you got a big crowd coming down. Yeah. When I walked out of the longest Broadway show known to man, <laughs> 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 at 10 30 that's not a complaint just an observation wow that is long yeah. they were not reading Thanks. the room right they weren't reading the room. i was not reading the room <laughs> well i had to walk i had to walk three back blocks back to my car sure at 30 night, and there wasn't a police officer in sight uh, i got barked at by a few people i mean like huh. howled at by some crazy loons i'm like why wouldn't they have a couple officers around the theater tonight at 10 30 to 11 just to let people know hey you know we're here we're around yeah said i'm getting barked at you know yes just my observation i don't know it yeah. was nice because i i found a group to kind of walk with even yeah. though it was really bad it was all women okay. <laughs> i kind of blended in <laughs> <laughs> well, you had your posse with you had your posse with you right <laughs> i mean gosh i'm telling you i'm telling you anyways i felt a little unsafe and yeah uh, we know they're down there and it would have been yeah. Uh, and, really nice. So I can tell, I'll, I'll hang up and uh, listen in. Yeah, I can tell you normally the police do on an event like that. If they're there for the opening, they'll be there also when people leave. When they leave, but yeah. I'm just wondering if that went longer than they had expected, Maybe. and they well, didn't it know. Sounds when like it was it's close end. to a shift change too. I mean, well, it's 10:30. Well, right? if nobody's uh, coming out of the theater, it's probably still going on. This is right. a little pro tip. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> true. Absolutely. <laughs> there's not crowds of people. <laughs> right. Definitely true. Thank. Thank you. Appreciate. I mean, they probably it. left me alone because <laughs> my size. I'm a, I'm a big man. <laughs> good. Oh, That's right. good. All right. See you later. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Bye bye. Yeah. Good thing that the ladies were around to protect him. You know. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know that that that. Are we getting to the point where we have the number of uh, boots on the ground, if you will, that we can kind of accommodate situate the situational uh, thing downtown? Because yes, you know if you know you got a big crowd at the ballpark, uh, uh-huh. it'll be ne- it'll be next week, Friday and Saturday. We'll have fireworks yeah. and lots of people downtown, yeah. and so you know, is there going to be somebody that could like? check things out kind of thing yeah and august 18th 19th and 20th will be celebrate erie celebrate erie and there'll be hundreds of thousands of people in the downtown area. oh absolutely and uh i know our police will have a big presence mm-hmm. at that yeah. uh, you're right we have hired using arp funding we've hired uh so far about 15 new officers we really want at least 18 uh, oh, and, we're still trying to get some more. Yes, okay. we'll be hiring. I, I think uh, we, we have a lot of openings on our police department right now. We mm. are uh, we have at least 10 openings, and we're planning to hire five 
in I think it's July and five in August, something like, or, wow. or no, a little bit later in September or October. Uh, and we could even hire a couple extra because there's a couple other police officers talking about maybe retiring. And, uh, and, and we will fill those three additional positions. So the, the people that, that are, are working on the street, which we, we, we have a group of people now. We have two police officers in a car around the clock. Okay. And their job is to follow up on incidences of domestic violence that happen because right. we lost the ability to do that about 30 years ago and we had to reduce the police off the, the police force. And so now these officers went through, a, it was at least a week of training about how to deal with problems in homes. And their, one of their main jobs is to follow up on them. And you know, we get at least 15 calls a day. Some, some weeks it averages out to 20 calls a day of wow. domestic issues and there's been no follow up. So now they're gonna follow up to help to try to prevent that from happening again. Mm -hmm. So I think that, and we've got some police officers that are real dedicated to this. And again, there's gonna be two around the clock. And okay. obviously they'll help with situations that occur when they're in the car go, going around, but they'll also be following up on these situations for the first time in 30 years. So we're really happy about that. Talk to about uh, beefing up on, uh, I think we've talked to the chief about uh, having a detective in the juvenile department yeah. that seems to be a thing yes. now with all the juvenile violence right yeah I, mean, I think i think there's that one there is a lot more juvenile violence definitely now than, than there was 20 30 years ago right uh and he's definitely committed to that and i, I want to think i think it may, it may be more than one available a, a couple of yes. just detectives for juvie for juvie. that's right and they become okay. an expert in that you know they yeah. they know what to ha how to handle it and what to do i must say uh, i visited a friends and family event with the police a couple Saturdays ago. I was really impressed at the level of technology. Oh. I mean, the number of, and, and that must have been, again, some of that must have been Abby's work, getting the yeah, grants absolutely. to get that equipment in there. It absolutely was, yeah. That was in the basement of City Hall, In the Hall, basement right? of City Hall, yeah. That, I was amazed. I learned things from the did police you? that I had no idea of the things they can do now. That it's incredible. Well, did you see the, the demonstration where if, if somebody might be getting unruly and you know they're they're kind of taunting the police they can send instead of a taser they can send a rope a kevlar rope and it's basically yeah. a tiny little string with some uh burrs around it and it wraps around yes. the 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 assailant if you will yes. and immobilizes them yes. totally absolutely uh, no, you know, there's no damage right. to the person. Right. It's not even a tase, right? Yes. It's it's just we're gonna immobilize you mechanically yes. so that we can cuff you and you know yes. get, get you stabilized. Yes. And yes. That, that was pretty impressive. Literally, this tiny little thread, but made of Kevlar, so you you know you can't break it or cut it yeah. or something so like that. So it wraps around you. Wraps you... around you, and you just you you get yeah. stuck. You know, and they could do that around your legs, around your yeah. arms, or what have you. Yeah. You know? And they'd only do that as a last minute if, if a person sure. is getting really aggressive. Uh, right. Yeah. The idea and the hope is that we we talk reasonably and we calm people down. That the police don't get excited; they stay calm, and that that keeps the the people there with the complaint there. Calm the whole well. idea of de-escalation, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, all right, we still have to get to uh, the summer fun stuff. Uh -huh. uh, you released your summer uh, Parks and Rec calendar, yes. right? Yeah, I should have brought that with me today. Yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah, send one along, if, or I can go grab one. Okay. But um, the uh, so um, I mean, you know, how are you feeling? There's there's like 
a lot of the traditional events are happening, right? Uh, yes. Uh, basketball yeah. and, you know. Yeah, baseball, basketball. The, There's also the some w- very new things. Okay. And we did a press conference on Thursday. Gotcha. And we kind of highlighted some of the new things. Again, I wish I had brought the script yeah, with me. Okay. <laughs> I could give you a lot more yeah. detail than I can just from memory. But it's it's uh, it, it's really good, the things that are going on. And, and uh, I think there's going to be stuff to do around the clock through through the summer. Especially Do you work kids. with like the why? I, I think uh, one yes. of the things that people are concerned about is uh, that there's there's actually like a meal available at some of these locations, right? Absolutely. And we definitely, the why is actually doing some of our programs that we're sponsoring okay. uh, the, it, within the city. Yeah, the yeah. Why is within the city. So that, that that's really And then the good. porta pools, uh, is there some of that going on? Uh, yes. And there, you know, there's pools in a couple of our parks as well that'll mm-hmm. be available, you know, uh, and then yeah. Roger Young will be managed and, and yes, all that. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. The um, uh, and then I think it, it is a city and the school district that works together on the Footlights Theater, right, Shane? Yes. Mean, yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're we're, yeah. we're both from that that era. Yeah. Yes. You know? <laughs> I always go to the. Performances. Do you go to the performance? Yeah. My wife That's and I fantastic. go to those, and, yeah. and we really enjoy them. They're very good. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. You have you have the stars of the city, you know, that yes. are under eighteen. Yes. You know, basically. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, uh, you, you have a lot of summer concerts and things. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, old in, folks' homes and different Yeah, different in Perry parks Square, and, different parks. Yes, absolutely. And I really love going to the old folks' homes, and uh, mm-hmm. they really enjoy the concerts. They're very good, and, and they really enjoy them. And, they, you know, they, they come out of their apartments. They bring chairs with them. They sit and listen, and then they go back. And it's nice just to walk around and talk to them and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of see what questions they have or, you know, just build a, a relationship with them. I really enjoy that. Now, you've had a change at the top of CAFE, uh, is, you know, which is the uh, organization that basically is the city nonprofit yes. that runs Celebrate Erie. How are – what are you hearing about planning for Celebrate Erie? Is that coming along? Yes, there's a lot going on right now, a lot, a lot of planning, and I'm hoping within a few weeks here we're going to announce the, the major performers okay, that good. will be there. But our, our team is doing a great job, uh, and, and uh, I've been helping kind of going to people for some assistance with funding. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, You're doing the ask. Yeah, I mean, they they do a lot of a lot of it's just repeat. They yeah, they kind of handle yeah. that. But they, they gave me a list of about uh, nine or ten people that it maybe gave in the past, but I haven't given in the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Or so uh, so far, I've I've been successful with two of them getting them Good. to give. But I'm and I've, I'm still working on it. But, what you know, what does continue. that thing cost? It costs. Uh, I think it's over two hundred thousand. Is year. it really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's not cheap. I mean, you know, a, a headliner. People don't understand how much a headliner oh, costs. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're talking knocking on the door of a hundred grand at some point. Maybe, yeah. maybe not that high, but yeah. Uh, you know, and a lot of the people we get aren't necessarily current headliners, but they mm-hmm. were headliners mm-hmm. ten years ago, or you know. right. Yeah, and, and a lot of them are just coming up too. Uh, and sometimes That's we, we have them here early, and then they they really make a big name for themselves, and would be a lot more expensive to get back again. Well, and it and it's nice that it also has the, um, you know, your your local folks. It, you know, it has 
places for the local bands and, and artists and dancers Absolutely. to shine. Yes. I think people really look forward to that. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, there's a lot, there, you know, there's a couple stages where they perform pretty much the whole time we're open. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, we're glad to have this window on State Street to, to yes. be a part of. Yes, you'll be close here. to it. It'll, it'll be, be busy out there. It'll be busy exactly out there. Yes. I've just got a couple more minutes with Mayor uh, uh, Joe Schember here. And I want to uh, do a little politics here. <laughs> Um, first off, uh, they, they upped another fee on us, uh, the city council. Now the quality of life ticketing is up to a hundred bucks, uh, for an infraction. First off, is there a way to find out what I need to look at as a homeowner to make sure I'm not infracting on a quality of life situation? Yeah. Um, I can't tell you off the top of my head exa exactly what, but obviously... Like where's that list, you know? Uh, I'm sure it exists. Uh, okay. Unfortunately, you should have told me that in advance. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> That's I mean, okay. Well, I mean, I just saw the article in the paper this morning, you know, okay. that, the, that yeah. the, the, the ticketing had been yeah. raised yeah. And four times. <laughs> I think that won't be in effect for 60 days yet. Okay. I signed it, so... Did it you? 60 oh, days you signed it? Okay. Same day they passed it. Okay. So 60 days from there, that it goes into effect, so... We could talk about it next month. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe we can grab Andy Zimmerman or somebody oh, to kind, be great. Just kind that, of that would be great. talk through all of that. Because yes. I think people people intend, unless you're a ne'er-do-well, you really want to do the right thing. Yes. But you don't know if that gutter is borderline or if it needs to yeah. be replaced, right? Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. that kind of thing. Yeah. Or that, you know, paint chipping, how much chipping is okay or... You yeah. know, do you have to stay on it, right? Yeah, we all have those things. Yes, Absol you know? absolutely. Um, yeah, that's the, uh, yeah, that'd be good. And the other question I wanted to ask you is, we are going to have some changes on council come January. Yes. It looks like yes. uh, Michael Keyes did not uh, get through Correct. on the Democratic side. Um, and it looks like Ed Brzezinski has a choice. Yeah. Whether he wants a two-year or four-year term, I would imagine he's going to go for the yeah, four years. Oh, he is. You yes. got it. Yeah. So would that be a scenario where council could choose Susanna Faulkner to stay, or even for Michael Keyes to stay? Yes, they could. They obviously can choose someone to stay. And what they've always done in the past, when this happens, uh, they take applications, okay. they interview the ones, most of them, and then they choose somebody. How are things with council in the fifth floor? I think I think they're good. Uh, I hear rumors about things, but I, I don't do anything based on rumors. Uh, I, I I go to to lunch uh, once a month with the president of city council, you do. just to yeah. yeah, just to have a conversation, answer any questions, and uh, that's all good. And uh, you know, city council can be hard to work with because sure. there's seven different people and they have different approaches to things. Mm -hmm. But I try to stay open. I never yell at them or you know I say what they're doing is wrong or anything like that. I, I just want to work with them and move very forward. I think you'd be happy to know that, you know, the new $30 parking ticket for missing a quarter in my meter. We don't blame Shember. We call it Chuck Bucks. Okay. That I got to pony up some Chuck Bucks in, in, in honor of the president of council. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you loose now, Mayor. Thank okay. you so much for, for, for being me. a part of, of our conversation. Great, great uh, stuff today. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, what do you think you're going to be working on this month? I mean, what, what, uh, what's the focus? Well, we're still trying to replace some very key positions. Yeah, so and, you have some uh, human resource yeah, things. And we're, and we're trying to... Make sure we have offices and have people in the right places. Uh, 
really Renee Lamus has kind of been leading all the hard work on that. Mm -hmm. And uh, just before I came down, she kind of updated me on where we are. And it sounds really good. We still obviously have to hire a couple people, but we're going to move people around, have them in better locations where they're closer to the people they should be and that mm -hmm. sort of thing. So, Do you still think that people want a job at City Hall if, if there is one? If they're qualified for one? I yeah. mean, is there still interest to work for the city? There is some interest, I would say. It's not as high as it was, but it's not for any job right now. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of jobs. A lot of jobs. A lot of, not just at the city, but throughout Erie. There's a lot of good paying jobs available. When I talk to business owners, they tell me that. Yeah. You know, they'll have like five or 10 jobs that, that pay good rates, but they can't find anybody to, to fill them. Some of that's the result of the pandemic and the funding that got mm -hmm. available to people as well. Now, if that's going away, more of these people might come back into the job market. Yeah, if you always wanted to work in City Hall, the <laughs> municipal building, you could, you could apply for a job. There's a lot of good positions open right now. You yes. still need some uh, commissions and authority members, or are you pretty co we're, covered that way? I think we're pretty good there. We, yeah. We're kind of up to date on filling those. Okay. Uh, but uh, you kind of do that once a year. You kind of do a well, actually we do it, it out. as we started doing it as positions come available okay. now. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's hard because you, you get to work on something, you forget about that, and then it's like, oh my gosh, that's open. Uh, but we're doing better at it than, than we did when we first started. Beautiful. Mayor Joe Schember, thanks again, sir. Thank you. You've been listening to The Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast from TalkErie.com. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at TalkErie.com. <laughs>